Hey, welcome back everyone to another Uncanny Mystic Minds. So for today we have Steen Fox. How's it going, bro? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for uh, for having me, for having yeah. me back. It's, for uh, having you back on again. Yeah, for having you back on again. Yeah, dude. God, this was sometime fucking, I can't even remember. It was some months ago, you know, so I'm glad I have you back on and because uh, I know we're both busy bees, uh, you know, yeah. life from... Uh, from work to podcasting you have the great horn pagan podcast and then you do yes, other I shit do. like training so you know so you kind of have enough on your plate as do i so so thanks for coming on bro appreciate that no problem thank you for having me hell yeah dude yeah for, um so real quick uh lately um god this was like a it, it was a, like a video like a post that you made and um you were talking about you were kind of like making like a joke but like also how you liked about how when you go and train in jujitsu you're like you're like <laughs> this is a place where like like it's like it's like a club to have fun to like learn about like how to tear someone's arm off and how to like yeah. break ankles <laughs> and how to basically like how to how to like freaking break them apart and, and and pretty much even kill them in a sense you know what i mean so yeah it's no, like um that's very true. That's that's jujitsu in a, in a nutshell. You know, you you bump fists and simulate murder, but with with consent. So that yes, that, that makes it better. <laughs> that makes it makes it not bad. No, but jujitsu yeah. is uh, yeah. When when it's a great sport. Hell yeah, yeah. Like when people go in the dojo, they know what this is going to be. You know, like like everyone knows like what they're getting themselves into, and and then so I'm sure yeah, like uh, that's pretty and, cool. Yeah. And if they don't, they'll uh, they'll figure it out soon enough. Uh, yeah, exactly that too. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, I have uh, some friends. I've known some friends that were that are and were in the jujitsu world, and um, yeah, so I saw like some of like their culture and like how they were together, and like they were like tight and stuff like that. You yeah. know, kind of like a uh, like kind of like a family, and uh, and it was just really cool how structured they were. You know, because. I remember in like say high school, for example, I played football and then my football friends also a lot of them were wrestlers. And when I would mm -hmm. see wait for them at wrestling practice, when I was done with my soccer practice, I would see them doing their wrestling. And I was like, dude, I'm like, this looks harder than what we do in football for sure. Like I, I was like, oh, this dojo, like the shit on the mat they're doing and their conditioning and all that. And uh, so I know that uh, jujitsu is similar, like all like those kind of martial arts are similar. Like they're pretty hardcore, you know, like it, you can get like that for sure. Like once, like once you get deeper into it. Oh yeah, they're they're hardcore. Um, but freestyle wrestling, the Amer American freestyle wrestling, um, you see parts of it in jujitsu. Like it's uh, it's becoming quite a hold on. It's becoming quite a a mixed bag. Um, sorry, my girlfriend yeah. is calling me. Yeah, don't worry, dude. Um, but yeah, it's it's becoming quite quite mixed. Like uh, jujitsu or Brazilian jujitsu, of course, of course, first uh, brought over by the um, the Gracie family uh, yeah. from from Brazil. They uh, they learned it in Japan. Like the classic jujitsu, added some things here and there. Brought it over to uh, to South America, to America, and from there it spread to the West. Of course, uh, but it's it's ever ever evolving um you see that in the in the ufc as well like jiu-jitsu and wrestling and um basically the the ground game your your grappling game your wrestling game is more important now than your mm. uh your striking game but it's it's tough it's it's very very tough um 
I I always say that with um, with new guys who come into the who come into the dojo, like though what we do, what how we train is for uh, an hour and a half. We'll do like an hour of um, technique drilling and learning new techniques and kind of you know drilling the techniques and then um 25 minutes 20 to 25 minutes of uh either uh starting with positional sparring so from the um, like sparring but from the the techniques that we just practice so if we practice something from let's say a basic closed guard then we'll start from uh from a closed guard and then like the last 15 20 minutes is uh free sparring and I always tell those uh, the the new guys, the the new kids, sometimes even um, like they'll be like beat and you know panting after you know after two rounds of five minutes. You know, I I always tell them like, yeah, man, you got you got stamina, and then there's jujitsu stamina. Like it's it's oh vastly God. different. Like you can you can run the marathon. That's perfectly fine. But five minutes on the mat. It's it's so, it's so different. That's cool. I, oh my god. Yeah, that sounds intense. It sounds like I would need my inhaler there for sure, like on the side of the mat. You know, about... <laughs> Several, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know, I got a couple, so I can make it work. Oh, that's so just, cool. Just have them lined up. <laughs> <laughs> and some water and shit. But um, yeah, yeah I, I remember um I remember when, like the when uh, Hoist Gracie, you know, in that when he when he beat everybody up in that tournament, and that's when everyone's eyes like started opening a lot, and like even um, my God, like even like two or three minutes like down the main street from my house, there's like a a, a jujitsu place. Well, like there, there's a lot, but there's one with that that has that name on it that has the Gracie name, and so uh, I've never been in there, but it's like it's like three minutes from my house on a main road, and. Uh, yeah. yeah but but they're out there for sure and it's it's popping it's it's uh yeah and, yeah um, and with the the rise of popularity of um of ufc and the uh the big jujitsu guys like um oh his name escapes me gordon whatever like big big british guy um like he's become very popular he's become very mainstream and just showed what's um what jiu-jitsu is about what jiu-jitsu can you know can do and it's it's intense it's brutal and um yeah you really you have to take care of yourself like if you don't take care of yourself i mean it's it's they even say it in the uh the professional fights you know take care of yourselves at all times like it's up to you to tap out or to tap off or whatever you know if you don't do that, you're gonna get hurt. Yeah, and 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 I can imagine in like a split, uh, half a second or whatever, or a split. Oh second, yeah. A, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta for like sure. your body and shit like that. Yeah, and it can like it can even like it can happen on accident. I remember one time I was, uh, I was rolling. I was sparring with, uh, with a guy who's bit bit higher level than me and i just rolled over my like my shoulder or my neck in a, a weird position or whatever and pinched a nerve 
maybe. I'm not exactly sure what happened, but what I do know is that it like still bothered me like three weeks after. Like a full oh. three weeks of like barely training, taking it slow, resting resting up, not doing like too heavy weights and all, but just and I, I don't even know what happens. You know, just weird weird crinkle in my neck, rolled wrong and yeah. Pinched the nerve. Yeah. Yeah. And then those pinched nerves, like when I've had them in the past, those are like almost the worst because uh, at first you think, oh, it's like a knot or this and that. Right. So you, like I would go get a massage. Right. And I'm like, no, yeah. this shit is not working. Like they're not they're not. And then if you got to go to a chiropractor, you have to make sure that that stuff has subsided or that the inflammation went down. Because if you go in the first 24 hours of that thing, the chiropractor can't even do shit to you anyway. So I've gone to the Cairo too early as well. And they're like, Oh, this is not good. Like you have to wait like a little bit, like to even try to, to even try to attempt that. And then, so it's like really, uh, yeah. Like, uh, I remember one time I, like, I don't know what happened, but I, I just had to keep looking down, like almost down on the floor. Like I couldn't like look up and it was like hard to like get in and out of bed. Like it was like that type of thing. It's like really kind of, yeah. yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Like, oh, that That's, that sounds, that sounds very familiar. Like just one position that's, like kind yeah. of comfortable even though it's not comfortable and yeah 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 so so now i'm familiar because i've had it a couple times you know from like training like of like working out and stuff like that and uh uh now my big clue is that okay if the massage because usually a massage will feel good to anyone within like a matter of a couple short minutes you know what i mean yeah. like some deep tissue and stuff but if the deep tissue isn't doing shit, you're like still like like in pain and it's not like warming you down like nothing, then that's how you know it's the nerve. Like when yeah. the massage doesn't even hit or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh so uh so uh you're saying that now like the ground game like for UFC is like more important. It's like it's like it's from, like a little bit more than striking, like like the ground. From what I've from what I've heard, at least I I don't watch it a lot myself but i do try to like keep up um with everything is that um a lot of like good wrestlers a lot of great wrestlers especially from the um from like eastern europe like all those the small countries around uh, around russia where they like actually wrestle with bears um yeah it's it's a thing there it's it's they're absolutely insane but that makes them you know so great and so dangerous that's awesome uh, like so many great wrestlers and strong wrestlers have come into the into the cage and a good grappler or a good wrestler will like nullify your stand-up game like how are you gonna throw strikes and kicks or powerful strikes and powerful kicks if he, he has you you know, pinned on the mat or pinned against against the cage. I mean, against the cage, it's still a little yeah. easier. But, and I have I have wrestled with uh, with guys like that. I have grappled with guys like that who, um, like just their their pressure game, like just their their top pressure is enough that I like quite literally can't breathe, and I just have to tap to pressure just because not because they're like you know such big guys or whatever like i'm i mean you wouldn't you wouldn't say you wouldn't tell but i'm like 90 95 kilograms not sure how much that is in in pounds 
Um, let's say I'm like 220, 200, 220, something, something there. Um, and like I'd be sparring with someone who like weighs less than me, but his pressure game is just so good and so tight that if he pins me down, I'm like, okay, I can't fucking breathe. If I can't breathe, <laughs> there's no way I'm gonna escape. Fuck it. <laughs> Damn, dude. So, like, the, the the technique, you know what I mean? That's so, like, that's such a trump card, you know? And, like, that's why yeah. I respect the jujitsu because they're super technical. They're super technique-based. And then that's yeah. why, like, uh, Gracie, like, Hoist Gracie, for example, like, you know, for an average man, he's built uh, well for an average man. But when you put him in the octagon with, like, these other monsters, he's, like, not, he doesn't look like a Superman. Yeah. In a sense, compared to the other ones, in a, per se, um, yeah, so that's, so it goes that to show was, you. that's what was so funny at the uh, the first UFC event. Like everyone was like, "Who is this?" You know, small, scrawny dude. Like, what are you gonna do, bro? And then he just ends up winning the tournament. Like, yeah, yeah, with his willpower and with his technique. And yeah, he, and he let everyone, but and he let the world. Right? Well, I guess the world ended up finding out. And, Oh, stuff. they they yeah. they did for sure. They did for sure. But yeah. technique is such a a big part of it. Um, I I do remember, like I used to be that you know that cocky guy who went to the gym like four or five days a week and just you know I wasn't necessarily big, but I was strong. So I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna I'm gonna be a power based grappler, and that works for a minute and then you're gassed and mm. especially when you know fighting against someone with a lot better technique he's just gonna wait till you're gassed because then he can do whatever and that's that's what i uh, fortunately my technique has become better i've i've come to the realization that power is you know it's great but technique is where it is so that's what I tell a lot of the uh, lot of the new guys as well. Like you'll, they will. It's so funny because I recognize that they they will like start thrashing around like a fish out of water and just like go you know go wild and try to tear themselves away and, and push me off and whatever. And I'm just trying to hang on. That's all I'm doing. I'm just waiting for them to to grow tired so that I can, mm. I can do my thing. So that's, that's why I am okay. now the guy who tells the, the new guys, like guys, chill, just relax. Like, don't go, don't go crazy. Don't go threshing around. Don't, don't, you know, be like a fish out of water and just take it easy. Cause you're yeah. gonna spend so much energy and all I have to do is hang on. And when you grow tired after, what, 30 seconds, a minute of freshing around, I'm just going to grab a limb and, you know, twist it in the wrong direction. Yeah. I'm sure it probably is no more than a minute. Like if you're going ham and gassing yourself out, I'm sure it probably won't go more than a minute per se. And yeah, it's kind of like a... Kind of like riding the wave, or like hold, you know what I mean, like or or like mm. riding the roller coaster, riding the wave, and then once it's done, then you're like, okay, and like now I'm like, uh, yeah, exactly. Know, I like mean, it's it. it's still 
like I still have to exert some energy as well, trying to to hold on to those guys. But like if I'm on my on my back and they're in in uh, in my guard, I just close my legs, hook my feet, and you know hold on for dear life while they just expend all the energy that they have, and then I just you know grab them in, try to tear their arm off or pop their head off. Or, or sounds really sounds really rude, but <laughs> or rip the arm, rip the arm back, right? Like kind of like. <laughs> Yeah, there there are several several things that mm-hmm. uh, that you can do. One of my favorites is the um, uh, yeah the the hammerlock. So basically, like how the um, how the cops will like twist your arm back. I like to uh-huh. uh, yes. I like I like to do that one, and especially from a from a closed guard, I just you know grab the arm and twist myself sideways and twist their arm. Love like that. It's, yeah. Oh, okay. So that's called a hammerlock. I didn't know the like the name. Yeah, hammerlock, keylock, hammerlock. Hammerlock is the the name. It's yeah. They don't call it the hammerlock in jujitsu, but it's it's basically it's a hammerlock. It's how it's I call yeah. it wrestling, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a useful one. You know. Um, yeah, it sure like, is. Yeah, <laughs> it's like riding the wave like this is a good concept you know um i I like to elaborate uh with one of my passions of of poker i like playing cards uh poker and um that's something that i've been saying the last mm, the last month or so you know so um i've been working on like formulating my structure of like what i like my like what i go in with like 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 the like probably like kind of like my number structure of of where i'm gonna be at so I can kind of give myself leverage. And so it requires patience and, and a plan. You kind of have to be patient and like kind of stick to it, you know? So now that I've gotten my structure, like my analytic part down, I'm like realizing like, oh, okay. Now that the formula, I'm realizing that there's a formula that will kind of work that'll have you like, it, like, like, let's say 60%, for example, like that's more than half, right? So if you get more than yeah. half, like you're winning in a sense, right? So, and, um, uh, I'm realizing that if you ride this wave and you kind of stay with the structure of your plan, then as long as you ride the wave, you should be like, at least not a loser, you know? And then, so yeah. like, and so that's good for poker, you know, cause you don't want to get sucked out and this and that. And then the same for a fight, you know, you don't, you don't necessarily have to kill or beat or pummel the person down, but as long as you don't lose, then that's pretty good, you know? Exactly. And then, so exactly. Uh, so there's something to that too. And th- and that's because you have like a plan, like you have like your stuff that you have lined up, like you have things lined up. Okay. As soon as this wave, as soon as this roller coaster is over or I ride the wave, then I, I'm going to implement my plan that I already had five minutes ago or two, three minutes ago. So it's yeah. kind of, it's, so it's kind of similar that that's pretty cool. Like, I guess that yeah. goes to show you that there's in planning your things with patterns and structures. If you really believe in, in your formula, then then it will work like because it's it's kind of proven like like it's like a time and time it gets kind of proven again so that's why lately the last month or so i've been like oh just hang on to your plan to your game plan because it you it'll just kind of work out like some days might be tough like some weekends might be really really rough but you can still barely hold on and like at least you didn't lose the fight and then some other days maybe you just beat the hell out of the guy and you were looking like a really like you know, like, like super, like super over, super on top. But as long as you didn't lose, like that's pretty good. Yeah, most definitely, and that's that's what I uh, 
I mean, some people will call him overhyped, but uh, Gordon Ryan was the the grappler that I was oh, talking okay. about. Um, he, like, what I have seen him uh, do in a lot of his, a lot of his fights, a lot of his tournaments, he's. You guess you could. A lot of people will say he's cocky like that, but he'll hand the, um, like the announcers, he'll hand them a note and tell them. Don't open this note until the fight's over. And on that note, he has wrote down the way in which he will win that fight. Mm -hmm. And he does. And he does. Like, I don't know if that's like part game plan, part manifestation, or just, but, you know, call it cocky, but it works. And yeah. he, he does it. And it's become become sort of a gimmick but he makes it work there's something become... to that yeah 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 it like um, i guess what i'm thinking about is um like uh with what you mentioned like maybe it might be part manifestation part this part that i think one and and i see all those in there and another thing that i think too is just uh like knowing the like the opponent or whatever right and then i think maybe he's finding their weaknesses and like okay well i'm gonna go for this or oh he's susceptible oh, to this and then so that's he's gonna make his prediction based off of like maybe that like so he can hammer that oh in. that's of course like yeah. if you if you go into a fight especially as a uh, as a professional you gotta have a game plan you gotta you know study your opponents and you know train accordingly you know, yeah. trained to exploit his or her uh, weaknesses. You know, if their if their grappling game is weak, you go to the ground. If their stand up game is, you know, is, is weak, you know you got the advantage on that. If their grappling game is strong, do not let yourself be, you know, be pulled to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> For, yeah, you know, like you gotta have a game plan, but also you gotta believe. Like you gotta believe in yourself. That's that's like the the manifestation part yeah. of it. Like you see that in in many other sports as well. Like um, the Olympic sports on the like the high bar, for example. I know that, um, or I've seen that like years ago in a documentary. That's uh, visualization is a big part of their training, especially if they're trying to to learn something new. And then uh, a lot of well, good coaches will tell their students to first visualize themselves doing it, like just in their their mind's eye, see themselves doing it. Because if you can do it in your mind, then you know your body will eventually follow yeah yeah like uh one of my dance mentors he had he had kind of mentioned this too like before he would do a show or something that he would just kind of calm down and just kind of just see the whole thing happening like him on the stage already and then and then uh even uh, what was it two nights ago uh i saw not the whole thing because it was late at night and i just saw maybe the first half of the arnold uh it's on netflix or on whatever it was Mm -hmm. And uh, he said that he has he he was talking about himself that he has like 
I don't know if he called it a talent or a gift of like he could see clearly, like even since like a kid or a teenager, and whatever the clear vision he would have, he would be able to like sculpt that or to like you know manifest that or put it out in the world. And then so like there there there's there's like really a thing for that and uh, and, and like knowing your opponent, you know. Yeah, but be, being able to to work towards that that goal that you have already visualized for yourself that's some real that's some real power and that's that's how you get to those to those levels i mean yeah actors do it too for example i um jim carrey one of the most popular and well beloved actors there is like um he's he's been you know struggling of course when he first started started out as a as a comedian as an actor of course you know he starts small he he struggled a bit but he had this this vision for himself that you know he will make it and what he he did is he wrote himself a million dollar check and put that in his wallet and told himself one day I will be able to cash this check. And um, that's that day. That's was when uh, I believe when he did Dumb and Dumber. That's when he oh. made his when he made his first billion. I mean, like the check was like pretty much long gone by then. Like there was barely barely anything anything of it left. You know, just a, like a scrap of paper. If you keep it for years in your wallet, of course, gonna deteriorate but that's like almost physical manifestation like to, For to sure. have that have that check have that yeah if you will like with you at all times with that promise to yourself yeah you're like calling yourself out and there's like accountability thing to there and then even uh and i guess i think about like uh these people are like uh they're like buying into themselves to the point where they're letting themselves fall off the edge. And then, so like, like, you know, like a trust fall, like you're letting yourself go. And like, there's like this trust factor because you don't know what's over the edge. It's like the void. Like it could be like, you have no, like it, it could be anything. And then, so like, you have to like, uh, I'm also learning like in poker, like you have to get comfortable with this uncertainty. Cause before yeah. in my earlier days of going to the card room, I was like trying to bypass this or I was trying to like, either bypass it shortcut it or or try to or, uh, cheat it i was basically trying to cheat it and all the other players were not and so that's why they were beating me and i'm like and so it took me a while to like it was like a pride thing but also like a fear thing or a control thing and then so now i'm learning like no you have to be open to like like the vulnerability i was trying to make myself not vulnerable but there's a vulnerability and then so for example like when the board comes out the cards right when the board comes out Nobody knows what it's going to be uh, initially in the beginning, like prior mm -hmm. to. It. So that's why your structure, like your plan, your your implemented plan, has to be so trusted that you're just willing to close your eyes and to like teeter off the edge, and then the and then so, and then that's where riding the wave comes because then it's like sometimes you're going to go up and down, but if you just hold on to that, like the the board and the and all that stuff that you rolled off the edge with, it usually kind of uh, evens out at least at least usually evens out, you know, if you had your, if you stuck to your plan and that's where all yeah. that trust, like all that trust stuff comes in and, and yeah. And it's, and it's also, if you, 
um, like what it sounds like what you were trying or what you were doing was holding yourself back by trying to circumvent it by trying to to cheat it i mean like if you want to if you want to to know how to win learn how to lose because you're gonna lose yeah. 10 times and maybe win once yeah and those 10 times they are gonna suck because like you know everyone has the power of hindsight you know everyone is going to be like oh you know should have done this and if i only if i only done that and if i you know tweak this a little i could have won big and whatever but you know the higher the rush is when you eventually win when you have learned from those 10 losses and you saw what you did wrong and you know like how to to do it right and i mean sure you, like there is a thing with uh, with being competitive like there is nothing wrong with that i mean we're we're both men like we're competitive it's in our nature you know so but don't uh, like learning to uh well you know that that trustful to to trust yourself that even if you're gonna even if you're falling it's gonna be all right you know, eventually, either you're gonna get you're gonna get caught, and you're safe, or you're gonna you know fall flat on your face, and then you just have to get up and try again. Yeah, yeah, and, it's like, the, yeah, like the, there's a thing with like a like a with like bigger risk and bigger reward. Like there is a bit of a correlation with that, you know, like uh, like you don't necessarily yeah. want to be you know a suicide bomber, or a kamikaze type of person because that's like super. Uh, <laughs> it's super like you can just get in a hairier situation. So, I mean, if, if you like thrills like that, then good, you know, but like, even with me and my safer nature, in a sense that I try to be more safer than not, I'm still realizing, no, you still have to be willing. You have to be willing to die or, or to lose basically, you know what I mean? Yeah. You have to be willing to go down. Like if you're in a fight, you never know, dude. Like, even if you think you got the person, you never know. Like you could, you could always, always lose in a sense. And then so like you have to like there's like a certain hum like humbleness and then that's just a part of the game you know what i mean like if they yeah. know their shit too that's a part of the game you know like the nature of the beast or whatever so yeah no that's no that's absolutely absolutely true like you you have to be um you have to be able to to lose like you know go go big for sure go big you know it's pretty cheesy but you know go big or go home you definitely can take risks but yeah. don't go you know speaking in, in poker terms don't go all in without knowing the risk because then you're going to lose it all that's that you know the kamikaze thing that you were yeah we're talking about like it's okay to take risks but be wise about it don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't go all in and then, you know, get upset when you lose everything because you didn't take into account the risk factor. Yeah. Yeah. This was something, this concept that you just explained, that was something that was like a little bit more inherent in me in the beginning, you know, when I was going to the, to the room over there, to the card room. And, um, and so now that I've like, that was more in like, that was more easier for me to grasp. Right. And then the one that was harder for me to grasp was the other one that you just said about the go big or go home one. 
because I saw that by not believing in myself and by not making myself bigger, I was missing out on a lot of shit, like big time shit that I could have had that I could have had. But because I downplayed myself or I played smaller then I was I was missing stuff. I was actually losing on money in a sense. Yeah. And so like now I'm like, oh, dude, like so. And now I'm starting to get the vision of like playing bigger like and like myself as bigger. So this is something that now. Um, I'm branching off into getting more comfortable with. So, so that, so that's been my progression. Yeah. So now I'm thinking yeah. more about now I'm thinking more about bigger and stuff like that as opposed to, you know, uh, making sure that I don't you know get sucked out on or you know, or or have to get you know knocked out and stuff like that. So yeah. yeah. So that's kind of what yeah. I've been learning because if you don't have that part too, you're never gonna with how the the game is evolving, you're never gonna survive now because now everyone the information is out there there's so much information out there there's so much like you can get on these apps and like these poker crunchers and do these data numbers. like like they're getting so into it's getting very deep you know like that and then so it's not like how before yeah. um like in the 70s for example all, all they did was just get a pack of you know a cards and just start dealing them to themselves and see how many times let's see how many times this comes out let's do like they were just doing it by themselves and now it's like you have all this information that algorithms um, yeah. ai you like you name it yeah yeah yes and so now you have to keep up with all that because if not you're just it'll, it'll be oh you'll be just an afterthought and it's a trip you know because you see these things you see people come and go so much so much so much that um yeah and so uh yeah so i'm i'm i'm, I'm adapting i'm learning that there is a meta game there is a long-term big game Oh, yeah. along with like your own personal game so i'm trying to like i'm trying to like merge these things so i don't get so i don't get left behind in a sense you know like i still want to keep up i i still want to be like in there like that so yeah so yeah so that's a part yeah. of and like confidence confidence is key with that as well like if you're going into something like and you're you're not sure about it you're kind of you kind of scares because you like you don't know what it's gonna what it's gonna be like. You don't know how it's gonna go. Then you're gonna fail. Like, so, sorry, it's it's that that simple. Yeah. Like, if you're yeah. gonna go, if you're going in with hesitation, then you're gonna hold yourself back, and you're not gonna get the desired result. Yeah. So it's gonna just be a... it's that's. I mean, you can. I know I keep saying manifestation a lot, but it's something that my uh, my wife and I have been working a lot on uh, on lately. But it's like it's all all part of it. If you just if you believe in yourself, if you believe in your abilities, and you know are not scared to to fail, like even like I said, even if you don't win, then just you know make sure you don't lose. Yeah yeah no, and, and that's real with the with the manifesting because shit pans out like if you hold on to your your vision and your dream with your will and then now i'm learning like the have like the humbleness to know that you can lose at any time in a sense then it like uh, i'm 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 basically living it right now like like no it is possible like you don't necessarily like it's not a get rich quick scheme or like you have to kind of chip away and chip away and chip away little by little and grind and grind but it is possible it is very possible and then so uh yeah it's, and then, yeah it's um, it's a, a long game to play but um that's you know that's the thing with everything and that's like everybody wants that get rich 
get rich quick scheme, you know, or just every like everyone wants the maximum result with minimum effort. Yeah. And that's like that's like just... that shortcutty way. Yeah, yeah, like that like that that kind of reminds me of the vibe that I was going into the game with initially. I like I thought I was like, oh I'm I'm smart. I can find a way to wiggle my way around these people and they'll, <laughs> they'll 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 wiggle they'll wiggle right back at you harder and harder and they'll be like no 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 yeah. little little guy like no 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 like and uh and then especially how you said with the confidence thing holy shit man like there's so much prepping that I do to myself even before like I go in there in terms of like a mindset and energy because if I go in there in a weird apprehensive unconfident uh, doubting way these people don't care and they and a lot of them a good chunk of them actually thrive off of that energy to 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 establish their dominance on you so it's like oh no like, like oh, yeah. they'll, be, they'll be shark That's... like they'll be sharks smelling the blood and then they will just they'll do it for fun like even like and then maybe even the whole table will gang up on you if you're like that if you'll go in there in front of them then they'll all want to fight you in a sense and i mean so, that's that's life like really, that's that's yeah. life. There's there's there are all there will always be bigger fish, and if you're and you know indeed like the whole uh, the whole confidence thing and like basically preying upon it's it it works like in a in a downwards motion. Like they see you come in kind of hesitant, kind of scared. So you know they're gonna just at first like you know poke and prod. A bit see you know see how far they can how far they can take it and you know you react to it you're getting kind of insecure because oh you know all these these big guys these big fish are you know they're teasing me and they're doing so much better than i am and then you know they're just going to take more and more and more until they you know if you're really unlucky take the clothes clothes off your body and they're just like we're just playing the game man <laughs> we're yeah. just playing the game yeah and then it's like you're like yeah, that's what I noticed. It's like, uh, like the universe, you know, has its 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 ways with working with like karma, you know, and and all yeah. that stuff, and its own version of like serving justice and all that. And and I tell you that those card rooms, those card rooms are a prime example of watching karma and justice get served. Like whatever little hesitantness, it's gonna slap you back in the face or. Or if someone was just being wild and and uh, and just out of line the whole time, then later on these people just they get put through the ringer, and then so and like so you <laughs> see all this stuff happen yeah. really quickly, like really quickly. You know, it's like uh, there was a guy just the other day that uh, you could tell he was kind of new because he was asking like certain questions, like oh, like he was just asking kind of a just kind of certain questions that you could just tell that he didn't like. It was probably his first time there, and uh, he started to like question how we were playing like the rest of us at the table like oh well, why are you not showing this and why are you doing like like as if he's like some professional or something right and then like at first yeah. we were kind of quiet and then like little by little we're like hey man like it's just not like this over here like that's not the etiquette of this place and then he started like really complaining to the point where the the pit bosses were coming to our table to like to oh, quiet man. like hey guys like are you guys okay like relax guys and right when this climaxed some guy that he played sucked him out for like all his hundreds of dollars. So he just had to leave. He just had to leave anywhere. Like, Oh, it's time for him to go anyway. Like, and that was it. And, and that was it. You know, it's like, and then you see this time and time again, like um, yeah. it's either energetic leaks or meant like mindset leaks and, uh, 
or uh, sometimes I call it like a, I use a metaphor of like a burger hanging out of your nose where you don't even know what's hanging out. Like some people go in there like that and you see that these things end up biting you in the butt. So that's why I'm like, oh my God, like I'm doing my best now to try to like organize and like secure my life, like in terms of where I feel like stable and like solid, like in, in all aspects from work to relationships, uh, everything. Right. And yeah. uh, so now that way I go in there and I'm like, okay, like I got my shit together. Like I'm steady, even keel. Like I want to be steady, you know, like a, kind of yeah. more of a solid, steady vibe. And so that way, and so that way uh, I'm, I'm able to sustain myself. And so, I, and, and, and I feel it playing out too, because uh, I've seen through the months and the couple of short years that these people who had seen me before, like their image of me has changed a bit. And then, uh, and because yeah. because you are working on yourself, because you are growing confident and seeing the results, which makes your confidence grow yeah. even more. And that's you know that's the thing with like guys that you just just described. Like first of all, fucking annoying. I would have probably kicked him out myself. Um, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> management, the management started coming to our table. Like, hey guys, like like they started to like. And I, we're like, this guy over here, like, he's, like, questioning this and that. And, like, we're just, like, and even my friend, my buddy across was like, ah, oh, just leave him alone. Like, he's, like, you can't say that you can't help this guy. Like, you know, and and it's no, okay. I mean, that, like, that 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 kind of comes around. But it's just so funny that right when he was climaxing on his rant that he had to literally leave because he just had no more money. He was like, no, well, that was it for you, sir. Like, that was it. Because uh, he, was, he was riding too high on – Fake, yeah. fake confidence, perhaps you know, and yeah, karma, yeah, karma yeah, like he care. Felt, yeah, he karma felt like care. he was, uh, you know, yeah, he he kind of thought he was, I guess, bigger than he was, and then uh, <laughs> and then he was a uh, judging, he or he, I don't know, it was weird, like I don't know, I, I don't know what was wrong with him, but uh, he was. He was yeah. a minnow trying to be a whale. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I hear the example. Where did I hear this from? But uh, this might have been from a poker podcast. I can't remember, but uh. They use the metaphor of like uh, driving, for example, right? Yeah. Like almost everyone who has a license can drive, right? And then a lot of bad drivers, they think that they're kind of like good drivers in a sense. So like that's kind of like <laughs> an yeah, example yeah, yeah. of like how yeah. – like, and so that's exactly what it's like for poker. It's like a lot of people think that they're like really good or they – they well, they, I've played enough and this and that. But then uh, it's the, – the, the varying degrees on this is really – is really concise compared to like other things um it's like super more concise and subtle and then so uh so that's why people are susceptible to thinking that they're a lot better and so uh you know uh, with me i was more like the opposite i knew i wasn't better like i thought i was okay but i'm more actually working on like confidence i'm actually working more on on being bigger and feeling bigger and playing bigger so that's yeah. like you know but uh, everyone's a little different but that was kind of more my version and then uh, yeah, but I mean, I, I like to say that it's working out because even people that, like I said earlier, people who knew me from before, they see me a little different now. And then people that I just met, I like how they view me now, like in a sense, like, <laughs> I, I don't know, like I like this compared to before. I'm like, oh, this is where it's more at. Like, so I feel like I'm in the right direction. And yeah, so, uh, feel, yeah feel, you know. feels good. Huh? Like once you know that's like that you that you can, that you are getting, yeah. getting yeah. up there, that's. You know where, that that you're looking, well, not necessarily looking down at guys, but you know, looking at other guys who are you know in the position that that you 
started in that you were like you were in like a few few years ago and you're like yeah i i've really grown this has gone really well i fucking love this yeah yeah it's like um before like i had good qualities about me but th there was a lot of uncertainty in terms of like mm -hmm. a knowingness like oh i know like i like like there's like a knowing that i didn't have before where now i have like this it's like a uh, like a silent knowing i guess you know mm -hmm. and so now i'm like oh like this feels way better like i can really see what's happening where before it was like harder to see what's happening you know and now i'm like okay like i feel like uh i can observe truly you know what i mean where before i was going in and out of it and so you're, yeah, it feels you're, it feels a lot. You're getting better. into that. You're getting into that flow, and the flow is, you know, it's more, it's more constant now instead yeah. of just like the the up and down waves. Like, yeah, I I, yeah. I very much recognize that. You know what you just said about, um, like everyone that's terrible at something thinks they're way better at it. Like, you know, like I said, kind of going back to the whole jujitsu thing. That was me when I first stepped on the mat like already you know strong and whatever and i was like <laughs> technique <laughs> what technique <laughs> power <laughs> yeah then, like i'll just getting... muscle my way i'll just muscle my way through it type of you know yeah, yeah and then, and then, and then, yeah getting getting tapped three times in a minute you know yeah you know well that's exactly what you see over there uh people do that same mentality but they use the chips they think if i just shove enough chips in your face then that's just going to work every time. And then that does not work every time. <laughs> yeah. It, you're you're going to get intimidated. And you're, yeah. I'm, I'm a big guy. And then yeah. It, you it's, lose a, everything. it's a powerful move. It's a very, very powerful move. But to have that be like, just like your main move and think that you can just eat off of that move. It's that's not the way to go. Like it's, it's not no. it definitely enough. Yeah. So you see that happen. And then some other people do another version. They call it like the panic shove where they're, they, they know they have a pretty good hand, but then something happens in the middle of it where they get a little bit scared or uncertain. Like, oh, I'm not sure if at this point I have the best hand, so now I'm going to try to force my way into this. And then there's too many people at the table to try to force your way in all the time because someone's going to call you out. Like, like one person will probably end up calling you out in a sense. And, and so that doesn't – yeah, so – yeah, so I'm learning. Yeah. And then, yeah, like the other main thing, though, was I just had to come to grips with the uncertainty thing or like the, the part yeah. where I say like uh, where you kind of let yourself fall off the edge and it's going to be dark and you don't know what's what you're going to see after. I Like like that's a part of it's it's a part of the universe. Like the void is a part of the universe, like like how you can't it see is. in there, but it's a thing like like no thing. Nothing is a thing. All right. Even if it's nothing. Right. But that's a thing. And so now I'm like, oh, no, like you have to embrace that. You have to embrace that, that, that etheric thing, that, that spiritual nature of a, of a thing in the universe. And then so, and so yeah. many, like so many people are afraid to do that. Like everyone wants to like already see and already know what's, what lies ahead. Like we don't like being surprised we don't like yeah not knowing so that's why so many people will stay in their comfort zone will stay in their bubble will stay in in the place or at the place where they they know everything where they know what's what's gonna happen or you know that's maybe that's why game addiction is such a a big thing as well and has become even greater that's because you know, uh, you know, with a video game, if you fail, 
then at least you can reset yeah. and do it over. And maybe it'll work this time. Doesn't matter if I have to do it a hundred times. Doesn't matter if I have to do it a thousand times. I can do it over. No consequences. Yeah. But in life, yeah. it's you know, if you if you fail miserably at one thing, there are gonna be consequences. And then you have to go to deal with those consequences. And nobody wants to deal with consequences because you know that requires a whole lot of effort and requires just so much energy and it doesn't feel good it doesn't feel nice and i don't want this or i'm gonna avoid it but never you know never grow because i keep avoiding it it's It's a version of a it's a version of a of a crutch it's it's a version of a crutch based off of comfortability like people have their comfort zones you know and then so it's like uh, unfortunately around here the only way to grow is you have to be able to break through your comfort zone a bit you know what i mean um, like yeah i mean it's it's good to have that comfort zone where you can like go back in every once in a while because you don't always have to yeah. break barriers down like at a certain point you get tired of it or you know you just or like you can retreat a little because you have already broken down so many barriers and you just have to like let it play out for a bit uh because you know if you go too far then like there are consequences to that as well you know spreading yeah. yourself too th- spreading yourself too thin it's a thing yeah you'll get you'll get like a like a type of shell shocked if you just always try to break the mold then that's bad too you know what i mean like yeah like you, no, like you don't want to stretch your money too thin or stretch your energy too thin like because yeah you want to you know it's it's like a weird balance of like eating your staple food like maybe for me it's like rice and beans you know what i mean like it's good to you want to eat your rice and beans but you don't want to have it seven days a week three times a day like oh my god like that's just over you know what i mean no like like, you still want to be able to branch out and have your your fun you know your fun thing whatever you call that so yeah yeah it's like a balance you know for sure yeah or you know if you if that's that is really comfort comfort food but you like you want to try something else but you also kind of don't maybe add something to it first like same dish just with a little extra that way it's kind of out of your comfort zone but not really because it's still your comfort zone just with a little extra and you know for some people it's just like i'm just gonna dive off that cliff and hope that the water is deep enough and some people are just like you know what kiddie pool let's let's start let's start at the kiddie pool and maybe from there just you know go deeper just and it's it's true what you said unfortunately in in this 3d world third dimension whatever physical dimension that we live in the only way to really progress is through hardship through breaking down those barriers going outside of your your comfort zone and yeah yeah that's that's scary and yeah it can come back to bite you sometimes uh you know god knows i've made uh, made some mistakes which i'm still trying trying to fix um but as you know as long as you learn from it then it should all be should all be fine it should all just work out in the end yeah yeah if you ride that wave you stick to your plan you know and 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 it's good to progress like like how you say you can start in the kiddie pool you know like for example like when i was going in there i was starting off with like the minimal buy-in that 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 game will allow and then little by little a couple months later then you add twenty dollars to that buy-in 
Then, you know, a couple months later, another 20, just like, you know, so that's my plan right now. I'm, I'm like learning to play with different stack sizes, increment by increment by increment. And then eventually I'll keep going and then I'll know what it's like to play with a deep stack and, 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 and blah, blah, blah. So, and yeah. so that's like, that's a progression. And then knowing that, yeah, the deeper it is, the more you can drown in a sense, but at least this way I'm, I'm I have a plan of getting my feeling in each spot. And then that way, when I branch out to like the deeper part of the pool, you know, where it's like a deep level of pool where your teach won't, where your feet won't touch the ground, I'll be I'll be mentally prepared for that, and I'll have a feeling of my foundation of what I had before, what it took to get me to that deeper part of the pool. And then so, so that's you know, like with that, like it's good it's good to have like your plan and like your structure of knowing how you're gonna be able to get yourself out of your comfort zone like that's the same thing with like yeah. lifting weights you know with like lifting weights like i'm like okay well today i'm gonna do uh two plates on the bench press and and then in two weeks i'll add five pounds to each side and then so and then in hopefully a month or two i'll have i'll add 10 pounds on each side and, and then so I, like I, I know i'm i'm like building myself up to get uh, to this uncomfortable place but i'm progressing like with, with gym stuff that's that's the most basic thing like every every gym bro every trainer everyone who has seen like videos from gym bros or trainers or whatever on youtube will tell you progressive overload like yes, every sir. week just add a little more just add a little more five pounds more then 10 pounds more 15 pounds more and you know before you know it you're you know you're lifting the heavy weights that's you know that you always dreamed that you would would one day one day lift and yeah and it's, it's weird too because it's like tricking your you end up tricking your body in a way like yeah. you end up tricking like your central nervous system in a way and then that's what i'm learning too that of like what's happening like in poker like before uh i was more conscientious of seeing the chips as money Right. And then now I'm like uh, learning to see these things as increments of of the of the things that I'm playing with in a game. Like it's just it's like more like increments of things to give me leverage and, and even like energy. I'm seeing it more like that as opposed to the actual cash, because once you start thinking about it like that, it can like fuck up your mind. Oh, You're yeah. going to start to be like, oh, wait a minute. But then if I lose this, then I'm not going to be able to pay this. You know what I mean? And then so like that shit will even if it's true, like in that situation, having that mindset, it's it's not going to be good. Like you'll probably get taken advantage of. Like they'll yeah, probably read that, that through you, and then they'll take advantage of you for that fact. Yeah, for, and then for and then you'll lose even practical. more. Yeah, yeah. Like you're trying to be practical and safe, and they end up just you know. So it's like weird. It's like a trip, but it's true that like uh, once I started to kind of get more into that concept, I was like, oh my god, you can really use like leverage you can really use your chips as like leverage as like energy like this currency and then so it's yeah. like and then and then and then that's where a lot of magic can possibly happen because when you do those kind of moves you don't necessarily have to see the cards till showdown showdown means where it's like the end of the card run out like like you know you might even get paid halfway through the card run out and then and then that was it and you just won already so you you mm -hmm. probably didn't even have to see it through you know and, and it was because you saw your stuff as like it's more of like a currency like more of an energetic thing as opposed to like you know energy, this is gonna pay energy, my car bill or... energy is currency it's it's the most most expensive currency there is because once it's spent it's you know you're not going to get it back. Yeah. 
And then that's so, what uh, this place that we're in, this planet that we're on, this this is where it, it it's it, I this is what we're using. And then so it's like actually a thing. And so it's weird because like like in spirituality, you know, sometimes you get the notion, you know, you'll, you'll hear that like, oh, like money, you don't want to hang on. Like money's like they'll have the idea of like that money's bad. And some people say that money's like good. And then so like there's like a there's like a like a like a thing with that. And then so uh but I'm learning that it's it is something good to be embraced. Like it's good to use it. It's good, it's it's good to use it as well. You just don't obviously like anything else. You don't want to get you know sucked into it and just you know elude like kind of delusional about it. But but yeah. it, it it is good to embrace in a sense and then and to even be proud of your like the things that you're building and then um yeah. It's money's money is a tool, energy is a tool, it's how you use it like yeah you can you can use it for nefarious purposes energy money you know it doesn't matter we see that all the time that it's being used for nefarious purposes but you can also use it for good you know you can use use your energy to you know to extort someone or to make someone's life miserable but you can also help it you can also use it to help them heal yeah. you can use you can use money to you know, pay people to play out certain agendas, but you can also use it to take your family out to dinner, you know, help your, your, your help your parents when they're, you know, struggling with whatever it may be. It's not like there is no, no true good. There is no true bad. It all depends on yeah. how it's being used. What's it, what's it being used for like everything is it, it may sound very simplistic but everything is a tool yeah. in that sense it's always straight down the middle and whatever it's used for how whatever however you use it it you know um makes it either good or bad you know magic money energy like dark magic yeah because it's used for nefarious purposes that's what makes it dark. Is magic dark? No. Yeah. It can be used for it. It can, yeah. use, it can be used for light. Yeah. If you want to be benevolent and try to help help or be, you know, malicious in some kind of way and hurt and hurt someone. And but it's like for me, it's like I'm seeing like a it's it's good to embrace money because like there's like a it, it it'll help uh like i don't necessarily want to be like luxurious type of thing, but there's like a freedom, there's like a sense of freedom that uh it helps with like that whole survival mode thing, you know, that people will yeah. have in the, in the root chakra that can come up sometimes when your root chakra can be imbalanced in them. And so like, it, so it's good. Like in a way it's, it's probably tied to that, you know, and, and other ones in a way, but at least, at least for that one, for sure. And uh, so it's like, it'll it, like, there's like a good thing in, in regards to like, I guess like uh, having like liberties, you know, like, uh, like flexibility and freedoms and stuff. But um yeah yeah man just just having enough money to live comfortably that's that's really all you need like those yeah. those, those billions and billions of like uh, musk or bezos or whatever they're never going to be able to spend that money anyway and that money doesn't like it doesn't buy you happiness like yeah it buys you a multi-million dollar mansion and like every sports car that you ever dreamt of and whatever but you know once you have that it's like 
okay, yeah, you know, these are material goods. Yeah, it's cool. You know, I love having a having a Ferrari. It's I love showing off with my multi-million dollar mansion. But does yeah, it really but, make does it really make yeah. you happy? I very much doubt it. And it's so unrealistic to like think you're gonna be able to spend all your money. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, it's just like uh, it's like it's like a ridiculous like those things like those amounts of are, are are pretty ridiculous. You know, it's like you just don't want to feel like you're freaking not making it. You know what I mean? Like to like to feel comfortable. You know, like you know. Yeah, so, and that's yeah. that's all you need. Just just be comfortable. Just be comfortable with what you have. If you like no access, but no shortage, like right, right down the middle. That's, that's good. That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. It works out, man. Just how we were talking earlier, you know, you got to ride the wave and then once you ride the wave and you see all the stuff and then you hang on, once you know, you, you hung on, you're a pretty good favorite. Like the, like you still could lose the match, the, 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 the battle or the match. But mm -hmm. once you once you ride, row the wave and you see that the wave has kind of subsided, you're the favorite. You're actually the favorite, you know. So if I was going to make a bet, I'd probably put it on you. You're going to be at least over 50% of the favorite, right? Probably 60% or more, which I'll put my money on that, you know. So, mm -hmm. so you know, yeah, it works, man. But, uh, yeah, I'd like to thank you for coming on, dude. Freaking, um, yeah, it was great. It was great chatting. It, it kind of flew by for me, but uh, I like yeah, talking about it, this stuff. it did. I, I I don't think an hour has gone by that fast in in a while. And I've I've been doing I've been doing a lot of recording a lot of podcasts lately. But this has been this has been chill. This has been hell good. yeah, Thanks. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. I I, I kind of needed to hear all this stuff. It's like it helped me with uh, you know, because we all as uh, whether we're athletes in our own way or whether we're players of some sort, uh, uh, or whatever we like, whatever our passions lie in. You know, sometimes you need to hear stuff because. Uh, giving yourself the pep talk is good but then when you hear it from someone you can feel their energy you can feel where they're where they've come from and their own battles that they've done in order to say the things that they're saying like it it, it uh it really resonates to help get the engine you know to help the, get the engine going like it had a tune-up yeah. and all that stuff you know what i mean and so yeah, yeah it's yeah, good to hear sure. all this like we have to prepare ourselves like even before you go to jujitsu you have to be mentally preparing yourself for like oh a little bit of this and a little bit of that and because you know what's probably going to come and then so you know I we do. all have to we're always like prep yeah we're like prepping ourselves and so uh yeah i really yeah, appreciate man. that it was perfect it was a perfect theme uh podcast for me as well for for kind of where i'm at right now and so uh yeah um before we go please let the people know where they could find you and then uh and about your podcast too yeah, for sure. Um, I'm Stein, Stein Fox. I am the host of the Greyhound Pagans podcasts. Uh, we talk about everything paganism, witchcraft, uh, mysticism, a little bit of cults, a little bit of esoterica, um, and just everything on the fringes of, uh, of those topics. Uh, you can find pretty much everything we do with the Grey Horror Pagans on our website, www.greyhornpagans.com. Uh, last time we were on, I didn't have that website yet. So I'm very happy that I do now because it's so much better. It's so much, oh, very happy about it. Um, nice, nice, official. <laughs> oh yeah, 
Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. You, can, you can find me on uh, on Twitter, on Minds, uh, on TikTok, uh, where I share my account with my wife, Firefay. Um, my wife and I, we've also started our own Substack where we kind of uh, journal our journey, journal our journey, I like how that sounds, uh, with uh, our manifestation goals. Like we have certain goals we want to reach and um, we're trying to do that through the, the power of manifestation and um, law of attraction and all that kind of stuff. You can find that on Fox and Fay. that's uh, F-A-E uh, on Substack. Uh, which you can also find through the Greater Pagans websites. That's why I have the website to just place everything on there. Hell yeah, um, yeah. I'll so, definitely have that in the notes uh, for, for everyone so they can check out your, your website and then also check out yes. your podcast for sure. Yes, awesome. Hell yeah, good shit, dude. Yeah, good stuff, man. Appreciate you coming on. Well, um, yeah, and then uh, real quick, guys, you can, uh, if you want to know, uh, if you want to know if you have any questions about the show or if you want to inquire about getting on as a guest you can just email me at uncanny mystic minds at gmail and then um in general that's the the same for ig and then for tiktok mine is louis that 11 and then the youtube is uncanny mystic minds and so uh i haven't i don't have all the videos uh but i'm i'm dumping them out you know as i go to uh i have all the stuff on uh, spotify you can find the videos and then on all other major podcast platforms we have the audio versions and all that good stuff so uh check that out too guys and uh, help support that and uh i'd like to thank you once again bro for coming on uh so yeah uh yeah thank you and then later on whenever you got some downtime because i know we're both busy bees and shit but later <laughs> yeah. on we'll, uh, we'll, if you don't mind we'll rock it out again we'll have some fun mess around oh for and, sure uh, yeah yeah so yeah i really appreciate that it was good good talk good fun and uh yeah so i want to say thank you thank you for that right on thank you for having me on it's been good Hell man. yeah dude good shit all right guys well that was another episode for uncanny mystic minds and we will catch you guys on the next one peace <laughs>